0: One arm drag. Rep screwed rep. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock.
1: <laughs> uh, shut your mouth, a thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole.
2: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. I'm here, joined as always with Jamie, Dan, and Joe. And I'm your host, Taryn. Guys, it's official. We have a pay-per-view coming up this Sunday from the WWE. Feels like ages. I know that we've had we had that massive stretch between January and WrestleMania where it just felt like there was a pay-per-view. Every week, it's quick and as thick as fast as they were coming, but it's probably been about a good month or so, hasn't it, since WrestleMania? So I actually feel like, would you want for a change?
3: Yeah, it has been a while. It has been a while. Would you want? But you know what? I am bored with the card already, and I haven't even watched the show yeah. to be honest.
2: I mean, we are gonna. It is predictions time, as far as the way that the show's fallen. So it is time to. Pop in our predictions for the old prediction league that we've got going. So we will go into it, but I am, um, yeah, no spoilers for later. But I, I tend to agree with yourself on this one. As much as it's good that another pay per view is coming over, um, or it's due rather, is is it that good? Because yeah, as I say, I've I've got no interest. I can hear a go lot of from somebody's month. computer. By the way, I can hear my own self talking. It's probably Jamie with that shoddy setup.
4: <laughs> with the shoddy setup, wow! Um, what end. I was going to say is, I'm more excited for the end of the month.
2: Well, which on is the end of the month AEW, oh, no. double or nothing. Ugh. It all depends on what uh. the bloody AEW <laughs> world title match is going to be, isn't it? I'm sure we'll get onto that as well, but see, that's not filling me with much hope either lately. But anyway, we're, I mean, we're talking about AEW, so we might as well go into it. I know. Um, Dan and Joe, you guys are actually in the midst of still watching Blood and Guts, but me and Jamie have watched it, so we might as well kick off with that and kick off with Jamie. Um, yeah, your initial thoughts from from last Wednesday, uh, either the card as a whole or, or just the match?
4: Yeah, well, I was like, I really wanted to watch it live. Like, I didn't want to wait for it, so what I did was on Fight TV, you can purchase... Um, AEW Plus, it's like five pounds 49 a month or something like that, and you get all of the events live and, um, not all the events like pay per views, but AEW, Dynamite, Dark, and Everlate. Do you get it Elevation. all on
2: demand as well? So you can go back and yeah. watch as far as like the first e- it's everything available then,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah, fantastic. so, um, so yeah, I decided I'm just going to do that. It's a seven day free trial anyway, so I stayed up and watched Bud and Guts live. Um, really enjoyed it as in regards to an event like it's better than a traditional Raw or Smackdown, but that's not hard these days, is it? Um, <laughs> the only thing which I said to you yesterday uh, after football was AW, like the event are, are really, really good. But with this one and then the last event, it just feels like it's obviously no spoilers for Dan and Joe who currently watch it or don't know what's happened. Unless you, you already guys, know, the you guys we, know we know.
3: Yeah, I know what's happening. Oh, good.
4: We can go Okay, fair hand. enough, yeah. So, spoilers for anyone that's listening then. Sorry. Um, <laughs> is It's just got a little bit of a, a flat ending, shall we say. Um, it's just basically... I
3: thought it was an out... added
4: ending. Yeah, that too. <laughs> 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 I, I like the way it ended, because it was like, how is this match going to end? Basically, everyone's all busted open. No one's going to quit. And then it was just like, oh, I'm going to throw him off unless you say... I surrender, and then just pushed him off anyway. It was just kind of like a flat ending, like similar to the um, the match with Kenny Omega and John Moxley. I mean, obviously, I'm sure it would have been better if the explosion <laughs> worked as it <they> should. <laughs> Nothing have, was obviously. as flat as that ending. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just, just it's just two events now uh, which have been quite flat towards the end but they've been a really good event all the way through and don't forget this was a dynamite episode this was like a roll of a smackdown it wasn't a pay-per-view and it was the highest rated show on cable that night oh happy days It was. It was. It
2: got well over a million views, isn't it? And it did finish top Mm -hmm. and from what I think I read it finished top of a couple of the age demographics as well. Um, But no, I, I I do tend to agree with you specifically on the Blood and Guns match. I mean, there was four matches beforehand. They, interestingly enough, were taped, so they weren't live. From what I understand, they were shown on the screen to the live audience so the crowd reaction was the crowd reaction of the live audience getting ready to watch the blood and guts match, but watching the four previous matches on the TV screen. And if you watch it back, it's quite clever how they've done it. As far as just having the wrestlers around the ring and not showing the rest of the crowd. Um, yeah. When they do show the rest of the crowd, obviously it's live of them watching what's on the screen rather than what's actually happening in front of them. Um, so the you know the the four undercard matches were were, were decent enough. I mean, Cody Rhodes defeated QT Marshall because they've got that. Um, Roads family. I don't know what it is going on at the minute nightmare factory family business mm-hmm. going on. And I think there was a there was a the tag team match to start off, wasn't there? With Moxley and Eddie Kingston, mm. they beat Kenny Omega and Nakazawa. Um, mm. There was a women's match. Doctor Britt Baker, uh, who you know she's c- she's continuing getting her. Streak as far as winning streaks, and she came back. She's over. got another
4: winning streak on Elevation as well. Because what I was going to say, because I've got this thing now, I know it's all on YouTube, but I was like, I'm going to watch Elevation because I've got Fight TV. So yeah, but I, it I haven't watched it, yeah. And Paul White's pretty good. I said, I've got no complaints <laughs> about it. Paul White! <laughs> it's Paul White. Obviously, it's him and uh Shivoni. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I, I thought Elevation. The only thing that I'd say about Elevation is you've got about 20 matches in two hours. So they are really short, most of them. <laughs> there's not 20 matches, but there's at least 10 to 15. Uh, so they are really short because they're just trying to throw everybody on this card and get their win records up. And uh, my God, Ty Conti, Jesus Christ. What a woman. She <laughs> 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 loves it. She loves it. I'm surprised I've, WWE I've, I've got seen, I've rid I've seen of her it. on Instagram. Yeah, I've seen her on Instagram and stuff, but actually watching her wrestling. So she is really good in the ring as well.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm really surprised WWE got rid of her. They they are the user on um, NXT. She was in, I think, one or two of the Mae Youngs, and they did nothing with her. But I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Really good, really good talent, and yeah, big fan. Mm-hmm. The only thing I mean, the, Ew, um, yeah. sorry Joe, go on.
0: I was going to say the only thing about Ew is like they've got like so many factions. The Baddest New Japan.
4: Well, yeah.
2: every everyone's in a faction,
4: aren't they? I just. Th- it was be... funny because <laughs> they were talking about an elevation. I can't remember her name now. Um, there's the big woman. Um, quite Ny- muscly.
3: Nyla Rose. Oh no. Um, no. Jay
2: I can't remember the name. Jay Cargill, That's the one I... that was brought yeah. in for Mike Tyson and all that business.
4: Yeah, Jay Cargle. Uh, like basically, there's a storyline going on an elevation where everybody's trying to recruit her. Like Vicky Guerrero was trying to recruit her uh taz was trying to recruit and every, everyone was trying to recruit her. It just shows how many factions there are trying to recruit this woman and then um some guy came out no idea who he was he basically says he's like the lawyer of aew i'm like all right is that like the most famous wrestling lawyer i was like that's david otonga but okay um but there you go uh, and then basically he was like i can get you an aew dino that's where all the money is so come with me backstage we'll have a conversation so everyone's trying to recruit this woman So. I've um, well,
2: I enjoyed Elevation. I, I've just Googled how many factions and stables <laughs> there are in AEW. Um, I mean, this is... Do you count
4: factions of, like, three or more people? Well, this got, has like, come, come up, up with a list. As well. Yeah, it's
3: yeah. so like SCU. I know they disbanded, but they're a three-person team, so they would be a faction. Jurassic Express would be a faction. Yeah, okay, it's come so up with three or more. Teams,
2: to be fair, which isn't cl- technically stable. There's, um, who are the Beaver Boys? <laughs> <laughs> the well,
0: well, there's the pinnacle. There's the inner circle. There's all sorts. Isn't there's there. the, the factory, Nightmare Family. There's, there's oh, team the Taz. Beaver
2: Boys, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, part of the Dark Order. The dark so Order. there's a tag team called the Beaver Boys within the stable of the Darker. See, this is just getting. I don't think
4: you know. they've ever used Beaver Boys in AEW. Oh, a, the Beaver Boys. That's what it says. <laughs> uh, Butcher and the Blade. See, uh, that's a tag team. You've got team Death Triangle. Mm-hmm. that's
2: right the elite aren't
4: are, are butchering blade in death triangle is that right no they're um, in, they left no, they're they in had,
3: one um, yeah oh they're they with uh, john moxley and um what's his face eddie kingston now they're like their muscle
4: yeah
2: right so the list of official stables are i won't include tag teams obviously stables the dark order the elite the inner circle the nightmare family the Pinnacle team Taz, SoCal Val, um, SoCal, Val. Uh, SoCal Val, SoCal Val. <laughs> SoCal and says, "Who was SoCal Val? Was she not like a valet?" She was she was a
3: Valerie Windham. Yeah, she yeah. was in Impact. Yeah. Oh, um,
2: I, I think myself. she was in PCW one point wasn't she, Jamie. She'd been. Yeah.
3: She was at, she was at um, Showmasters Comic Con a few years back doing the interviews yeah. for all the wrestlers as well. Um, to correct myself, with Butcher and Blade, they're with um, they they're with um, Money Matt Hardy. In his yes. faction, he oh, doesn't so have a name. That, that as well, yeah. In that faction as well. They're in that with private party. That's it. And H two O Z five six two or whatever they're called. Well,
2: hang on, I've just found this. It... Evil Uno and Stu Grayson from the Dark Order, they're also known as the Super Smash Brothers. So there's two <laughs> tag teams, the Beaver Boys and the Super Smash Brothers. There's two tag All teams the in a stable in the Dark Order. This is just, there's going to have to be another blood and guts match now just to disband some of these stables. So I the want to see order. it. I want to see the Dark Order split and I want to see the Beaver Boys versus the Super Smash Brothers. Oh, good. it was TN- TNT professional. That's not right.
3: I've never heard of them.
2: No, no, neither have I. I think they oh, just go- been oh. that were just people that word
4: tag team somewhere,
2: somewhere. No, else, maybe TNT are the twin brothers of Devon Dudley. Who uh, to the twin brothers of Devon Dudley? The twin have sons been, of Devon Dudley.
3: They've who, only had like, three matches, have they?
2: Yeah, but they, they are classed as a, a tag team within AEW, probably just because they've made a couple of appearances and in, never in, in since. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's the actual tag teams and, and stables themselves. Uh, yeah, so going back to the, the Blood and Guts match, I, I will echo what Jamie said. Just a bit of a lackluster finish. I thought the match started off well. It started off with the right people as well in there, and it built up... Um, everybody had their own moments Wardlow looked Alright for what he was Jake Hager, I don't know what it is about Jake Hager But I just don't think he's anywhere near As good as he was when he was Jack Swagger In WWE I so just, You were a really big
4: fan of him in WWE you?
2: Well, I just thought he was a very very good technical Wrestler, I thought he could work I thought he could you know, put on a show I, I guess he was World Heavyweight Champion At the wrong time, he should have won it when he had the Coulter stable, you know we we the people, and he had his WrestleMania match after he won the Elimination Chamber. When he yeah. was a super heel, but but that heel uh, persona was actually getting over. Nobody cared, nobody gave a crap when he was, you know, years before when he was world champion. It, everyone was just going, why is he world champion? Don't make sense. Would have made a and lot like of sense. Well, exactly. So they they missed the boat on that one. But yeah, since he's gone to AEW, let's not forget he had the the like Lex Luger impact appearance he did as far as you know being a debut in the first episode um right at the end of the last match and apart from obviously joining the um what's what's
4: its job in a circle. In a circle. Yeah. Um he doesn't don't really do as much. Well, though, Jake Hager is an undefeated MMA fighter. Impellable. Wait, he's a cheer,
2: he gets disqualified. <laughs> um but again, they could they they should use that. They should have him more as an MMA style wrestler. They should use his real life MMA profession, use that in his character and his persona more. And I don't know why they don't. He should come out in bloody gloves, trunks, a bit like Brock Lesnar type like thing, Brock. but he should really come <laughs> out yeah, no but he should because at the end of the day, he's, you're wanting somebody to come across as legitimate he should come out looking like a legitimate star they can almost take the the Mick they almost can out of the fact that you know he's won a couple of matches, he's undefeated and the whole DQ side of things but they could use that to have anti-show, he's a bit of a dirty player, that type of thing, he's a heel why they don't do that more, I don't know, maybe it's the fact that the inner circle stable is really kind of holding that side of things back. And eventually, you know, when that does eventually disband and people go their own way, if he does stick never, around, it will never <laughs> disband. Oh, it will. It's probably about time we should do now, to be honest. But that's well, they're, the they're feeding
3: it now. Jericho was uh, posting on his Instagram, he's off back touring with Fozzie. So yeah. unless they get a leader, unless somebody takes control, he's yeah, gonna they be, probably will fizzle.
2: He's going to be spreading that jericho vid around again. <laughs> um but yeah, the, so the match itself, I just, once everybody was in the ring and the match officially started, the bell rung once everybody made it in, as per the, the rules, unfortunately, that's where it started to go downhill. And, you know, the whole Jericho coming off the top, my favourite bit, I said to you last night, didn't I, Jamie? my favourite bit was, I know it's the way they've got to build it, but oh, he's going to throw him onto that concrete ramp and then he pushes off, oh he's just <laughs> fallen off onto that concrete ramp and all he can see is like an airbag underneath some broken yeah. like
4: cardboard plastic tiles um, Let's not forget though like Dwee did it with at McMahon at the Hell in a Cell and it was just cardboard boxes that he fell onto
3: yeah, yeah. But the good thing with WWE is they do it at a camera angle where they don't show the impact with yeah. um Yeah, and at Jericho. least he went
2: onto the announcers' table, Shame it, man. This really was just onto a padded platform. You could
3: actually see that, like, poof, like, he's, oh, no, he's injured. Yeah. And he didn't know what to say. Like, you could clearly see there was pad. You could see clearly see his tiny bits of cardboard on top that are bent. You're like, oh, come on, at least you could have cut away. Yeah. If they cut away, yeah, we get safety. But if they cut away and then went back to it, you're like, oh. Okay, fair enough, it looked worse than it was. But
2: that's that's the thing. Nobody wants to see him really thrown off onto concrete because it would kill the man. We're not saying that. We're saying if you're going to do that, if you're going to build something as it is, if you're going to say this is concrete, for example, you then can't show the aftermath if it's showing something other than what you're describing. There needs to be a better way of either don't do that at all, don't book that spot Mm. at all, or if you're going to, portray it differently in the way that you did because we're wrestling fans as much as we know that it's not real in that aspect we're supposed to suspend our disbelief just like we are for films it's a form of escapism But you're opening that. that up that and then aren't you go on joe
0: i was going to say like um, James having you guys did film like surely there's like some camera trickery or something you could do where you're like oh he's about to fall and you're like oh cut away or something they could have done like a bit of production value like I know they've got a lot of ex WWE guys. You know a bit of production value. That's what they need. I
4: no, would have exactly. done it. I would have done it from him falling from the cell camera, looking up. Yes, absolutely. So You would see his body it, falling towards the camera, and then even if you just had like a really small camera on where he lands, so he lands on the camera. It's not going to hurt as much if it's a small one. But and you like you could have just ended it then. You could have ended it abruptly, like Jamie
2: just said, then have it up, have the perspective of it looking up so you can see the height in which he's coming down from. Have him land, have the commentators go, oh my goodness, but it's gone to black because it's effectively broken the camera type thing, or just gone to black from there, and then end it from there. You know what I mean? With the crowd chewing their holy shit chants in the background type thing. Then next week you can go, oh, we've got some exclusive footage of another angle, and by then you can have a mess around and change it up a bit and make it look Worse than what it was. Yeah.
4: Well, you know, need, he needed um, the, the MJF thank you though. I mean that made it because he always said like you'll be thanking me uh, after it all. So he's like you're welcome.
2: Where do we think this <laughs> is going to go? And do, do we think this is writing Jericho off for now, or do we think he'll be on... Well, I mean, time of recording Dynamite's on tonight, isn't it? So anyone that's listening to this now will already know, but you know, do we think he'll be on Dynamite now, or that write him off for a few
4: weeks?
3: Write him off, I think. I think he's uh, going to be written off TV for a few months. Yeah, be off to Which is a shame,
4: three. but it depends on what they're going to do with um double or nothing, do you reckon it would be Sammy Cavaro versus MJF or
3: could be, yeah. Like, I'd I'd be fine with that.
4: Yeah. You could you could have a have him
2: avenge his friend's injury type thing. I think that's a good match. It's a solid match. Yeah. Um but good it's good really. not just thrown together. I would much rather see that match than the match that we're probably going to see for the world title. Um, I don't know if Dan or Joe have seen this yet because they're still in the middle of watching the event, um, so spoiler alert, here we go. But it's been announced that there will be a match, Is it's either tonight just or say, next like, week. Tonight, AEW's Dynamite is stacked,
4: let's just say well, that.
2: there's a number one contenders match tonight there is, I think it's tonight, or, or, or yeah, as you say it's, it's next tonight. week, but I think it is tonight, Yeah. Oh, and you just know who's gonna win. The winner will face Kenny Omega for the world championship at Double or Nothing. It will be Pac, who we want to win, versus Orange Cassidy. Ugh, yeah, I and you just that. know Cassidy's gonna win it and it's just it's it's just not legitimate. It's 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 not and, and do you know no, what not? I would also argument to what do you mean why not because Orange Cassidy cannot
4: it's it's they they got the, not. Got the third best record in AEW right now.
2: And when that's the thing
4: I've ever seen in my
2: life. I just he is don't... So
3: freshly squeezed. Mm, he is, he is yeah. I'll so far. I go.
4: I mean, did you watch the interview with Kenny O'Meara and Orange Cassidy?
2: No, because I, think think he, I, think,
4: I don't think either of the. Oh, you mean stood it uh, out, uh, at the side of the. Yeah, cave. when Tony Shavon was. Yeah yeah, no, Kenny Omega. It, yeah, yeah. No, I watched. Yeah, I don't the whole think thing, Ophel- Orange Cassidy has always been like underappreciated or overlooked because he is a joke of a character. So I think that's I'm the not, whole thing.
2: But... I'm not denying the man is a decent wrestler. He is from when he when he actually wrestles. You know, he, he's a far better worker than some of them. I just don't. And I'm not even necessarily against the character. You know, I think there is a place for that type of character in wrestling when you use it in moderation. But to have him fight for a world championship and, and to put, the character in a position for people to think there's a believability that he could even be the world champion, I just don't I mean, again, it's just my opinion I, I just it, don't get it
4: It's the same with WWE, I mean, think a few years ago, that Gioca, the character Santino Morella almost won the Royal Rumble and the Elimination Chamber, you knew it weren't going to happen but everybody wanted it to happen
3: And James Ellsworth, James he, uh, Ellsworth. he was going for the world Otis title Otis was he? Money in the Bank winner
2: so, with with <laughs> Santino, I think he's, I wouldn't say he's an exception to the rule, but I think that they do that. Him. He didn't, to my knowledge, Santino, I know James Ellsworth did, but if we use Santino as an example, he didn't, to my knowledge, have a singles match. He might have done maybe on a Raw, but certainly not in a main event pay-per-view. He was part of bigger multi-man matches. Yes, he was in the Elimination Chamber, of only, what, six of them but he was also in the rumble of of, of 30 and people went crazy at the time because it was a very much in the moment bit you know nobody expected him to be the last two in the rumble nobody expected him to be the last two in the elimination chamber so when he was and he came that close people were marking out the time because it is my argument will be just a an instant reaction that you would have because you you can't believe that it's happening in, in that type of way. But to already put somebody in the position from the beginning, so you know, for example, oh, in two weeks' time, this individual is fighting for the World Championship, it leaves too much time then, I would argue, for people to come around to the idea that, well, hang on, this isn't actually really a good idea. You know, if AEW had a battle royal, let's say, for example, with the... World you don't title know about five battle royal. Yeah, but let's You've say he had a world championship. Or... <laughs> yeah, let's say we <laughs> had a world championship battle royal and Kenny Omega was defending the title and he was the last one and he threw I don't know Jericho over the rope and thought he won it, but oh well, look, Orange Cassidy's still there. Woohoo! And for a minute, you think, wow, he's going to do it. I could understand the reaction then because you think, oh wow, you know, it's a very much spur of the moment. It's happening there and then, but. For it to be built up as a, a one-on-one match,
4: I, I just, yeah, I mean, I, look at the is that going to like, is that going to sell the pay per view? Orange Cassidy is one of the most over superstars in AEW, but is like, that going to sell the, most the most fan if I mean, you, look if... at it a few weeks ago, when it was—I uh, say a few weeks or ago, months ago—Jericho versus Orange Cassidy in a M- mimosa match. But again that had a stipulation (laughs) a stupid one at that (laughs) but it had
2: a stipulation i think people were more curious i would argue as to what the match was going to be and what it would look like rather than the two and i would even use jericho in that the two individual competitors in it let's say for example i mean dan and joe you can throw your two cents within this one as well say we don't know any of the other matches and I, i don't actually think we do but say we don't know any of the other matches for double or nothing and you don't know, and it's the day before the event, or the day of the event, and you think, right, I've got my £15 or $15, $20, however much it is to buy this pay-per-view. in
4: the UK, nineteen
2: ninety nine. There we go. So you've got your £20 or your $30, and you're thinking, right, I can spend this on AEW's pay-per-view tonight. The only match that I know that's on the card which will most likely be the main event, is the World Championship match, Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega. That's all you know. And I've got my $30, my £20 to spend. Do you buy the pay-per-view for that match alone? Because it's the only match that you know, thinking, well, that's the thing that's selling it for me, and I'll be happy to see what the undercard is once I've paid for it.
3: No, I think the, the match that sells it for me, is Shida versus Britt Baker, I was
4: about to throw it out there before we said anything I was like you know Britt Baker's on the card for that the match night. <laughs> sells it for me
3: that match is going to be match of the night and I think Britt Baker's going to take the battle. I know we're probably going to predict it further down the line but no um, Orange Cassidy versus Omega I know that they play it in terms of oh it's going to be a storyline it's going to be a good solid 20 minute match yeah I get it but no if I had to tw- worth fictional 20 pounds to spend on something I'll get Just Eat instead
4: Absolutely, I'll do both I yeah. he would. I will do both. But I think the I mean, good thing is, like with with AEW, with this win loss record, I mean, that shows you that anybody could have these title matches. It's giving people the opportunity rather than seeing the same matches over and over and over and over again. You're getting these fresh, fresh matches. Like you're having Kenny Omega versus Lee <laughs> Exactly. So you're having these fresh matches. Every pay per view, there hasn't been a single match exactly the same. I mean, you're having different matches for each pay per view. I mean,
0: as Jamie said, you know, um, Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega is a fresh match. We've never seen it before. But, you know, as you said, I think the attraction is, is Orange Cassidy going to actually wrestle or is he going to do the usual, put his hands in his pocket, just shrug and just stand there?
2: Oh, there will be an element of that. I'm sure of it.
4: I mean, Kenny Omega stole his shades.
2: It's oh, a grudge wow. match. Well, yeah. It's like when bloody Jericho <laughs> spilled coffee on Kane and they had a six-month feud. <laughs> Christ almighty. To be
3: honest, Karen, if you spilled my coffee, we'd probably have a feud. <laughs> to be
2: fair, we would. But I know you're very precious of your uh, your flat whites. <laughs>
3: oh, love a good flat white me.
2: <laughs> Don't we all? Um but we're, um, obviously, we're just going off the assumption now that Orange Cassidy wins the number one contenders Pat match. Pac could win Aye. it. Pat could win it. Now, I'll throw this out there. Whilst I would much rather see pack win it, and I think the match would be better from a visual standpoint, as far as Omega versus pack and from a technical standpoint, I'm not that bothered about Pac being in the match either, and the reason being it is, is because he hasn't been around. He hasn't had enough there's time. Two to heels control. as well, exactly. He's, he he hasn't had this. You've got the two heel element. I agree, but you've you also haven't had him on week in or week out to build a storyline. He has the match and disappears for a few months. Now I know there was, there's been the pandemic and been. I think he might have been back over in the UK and couldn't travel and stuff. But as far as I'm aware, you know, he is back out and about over there now. But he he seems to appear have a few weeks off, appear have a few weeks off. There's no consistency. So why would I? As much as why would I care about Orange Cassidy for everything else that we've gone through and seen that much? Why would I care about seeing? Well, I'll throw it out there. Almost, he's not a part timer, but he is as far as in on AEW in the last 12 months. Why would I care about seeing Pac? Face Omega for the world championship, and also at the same time, why does Pac deserve to face Omega for the world championship if he's not been around wrestling week in, week out?
3: Because the thing is, if you you put Pac versus Omega, it's got the chance to be a six star match. If you put Orange Cassidy versus Omega, it's going to be a a seven star star.
4: star match. (laughs) I'm I'm calling this right now, (laughs) it would be a minimum four star orange catalyst.
2: Oh, don't it? you say. Minimum yeah, they will be with star. Dave Meltzer
4: cuz he ain't got a clue anymore.
3: But Pat can't even beat uh, Enzo Morey on two or five lives. So <laughs> um, oh, But like
2: Jamie said then, it's because of his win-loss record. It's easy to have a bloody perfect win record when you're only appearing
4: on a bloody show five times a year and having five matches. Well no, like he's had Obviously, that's how they rank it, isn't it? By how many matches they've had wins compared to losses. And they are one and two. The only problem is, which I think... It Who's one Is Orange with Cassidy AEW. number one? I mean, no, packs number one.
2: Number one sure. on Orange- how, why, the fact that Orange Cassidy is even number two, but, I, I, I don't... Uh, but this is the thing with AEW.
4: They have matches on AEW dark and elevation which a lot of people won't see so there's a lot of records on there which is built like brit baker had a squash match on AEW elevation like two minutes done there's another win for your record done like uh, yeah. there's so many ways of just building up your record on AEW AEW dark elevation and AEW dark and then you have dynamite you've got three shows a week. like no wonder some of these records are flying up there it's like a glorified out show because there's so many matches on there, and they're like four minutes matches, and it's like you've got people in the ring that you don't even know. Like you will have the wrestler come down, and it's already in the ring. Jobber in there. So and also in the ring, this guy is like, all right, cool. You know he's losing. Then you even have an entrance. <laughs> too much wrestling. That's the problem. There's too much. And the two hours each. Like when I was watching AEW Dark Ele- uh, Elevation, I was like, two oh, hours. That's what it's called, AEW Dark Elevation. Uh, That's the one that Paul White does. And then there's AEW Dark, and then there's Dynamite. That's six hours of AEW a week now. Oh, that's too
2: much. What we really need is a three-hour Dynamite. That's what we really need. I'll take it.
3: Two even Marie promos Good God.
2: Right, let's move on. That was Blood and Guts. It was all right. Did anybody watch the Damien Priest Chronicle episode on the network? I can see Dan and Joe yeah. nodding their heads. How was it? Because I, as you can probably guess by now there's a theme on this podcast. Whenever there's a, have you watched The Miz one? Have you watched this? Have you watched that? I never have. Believe it or not, I haven't watched For the sake. Damien Priest one. So how was it?
3: Yeah, good. I mean, it's only a twenty-minute, 30-minute uh, no, episode, and it does flow quite well. It's uh, following him all the way through his debut at the Royal Rumble, all the way through to WrestleMania, and you can actually see the emotion in him of actually having a WrestleMania match. Um, but it goes back to when he was in all of the house shows, um, and it shows a bit of him where Jared Briscoe actually gave him a bit of advice to tell him to get his life in order and lose some weight. <laughs> but he said he didn't actually take that seriously. He actually said, how dare he tell me that? But um, then, basically, they said to him, look, uh, you need to either leave wrestling or do in full-time. And he went, well, is my resignation for bouncing. Um, and then he took it seriously. He dropped £80. Uh, they showed his tryout video for WWE. And then it just showed that he busted his butt and um, worked really hard to get there. But he talked about, you know, how he was from Puerto Rico or had that upbringing. Went with his dad. And, um, and he had his um, jiu-jitsu or MMA background as well. Um, but, yeah, really good watch. It flowed really quick. Only half an hour. If you've got a half hour spare, it's worth a watch.
0: Yeah, these these documentaries are always good. I know every week we talk about these documentaries go, oh, they're always really good. But to be fair, all these WWE documentaries, chronicles, Untold, they're always really well made and interesting to watch.
4: I will get around to it. Did you watch it, Jamie? No, you won't. Uh, No, I watched (laughs) AEW Dark Elevation instead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> uh but speaking of like these documentaries though as i shared in the group earlier do icons on sunday
2: oh, Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan. Yeah.
4: that Which will definitely I'm be, sure be a great because i don't know like correct me if i'm wrong because i know you guys have watched basically all the chronicles 24s and everything Vince oh yeah was on the undertaker one the um the yeah. last ride but I can't remember the last game, ride much. That's what I mean. Like, the Undertaker, uh, sorry, the uh, Vince McMahon is speaking in that trailer for RBD, which I thought was pretty, like, I don't, I, I can't remember seeing him besides but the Undertaker last ride. I haven't seen him on any of the WWE 24s. I haven't seen him on any of those untold either. So I think that's a pretty big thing. I don't know if it's just part of this icon series, uh, just for Vince McMahon to come up and speak. But yeah, I thought that was going to be pretty, pretty cool to see about RBD and stuff. We look
3: Looking forward to that,
2: that one. Yeah. It, is that after Backlash or before on Sunday?
3: It's will be before.
2: Lovely. I mean, I won't watch it live as it's shown. Um, I, I will watch it afterwards, as I will do with Backlash. I will not watch that live. I will watch that. Backlash?
4: Afterwards. You mean WrestleMania WrestleMania
2: Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania Backlash, baby. Woo! <laughs> Did uh, anybody catch the... What I predicted to be absolute shambles episode of the throwback edition of SmackDown this week. Yeah, now I didn't watch it, but I read what happened, and I'm quite sure that my pre-analysis of what it would be on last week's podcast more or less turned out to be exactly as I predicted. Was that right?
3: Ish, in a way, there was little Easter eggs. So they had the they had the fist. But it was just a um, CGI it was like the vest.
2: CGI crap bloody thing that they've got, is not it? Yeah. But the, <laughs> all the referees' that
4: That's yeah. it.
3: The referees were actually wearing you know the old school blue referee shirts from when they had Raw vs. SmackDown. they yeah. were wearing the red blue referee shirts, so like that's you what I like that. that? Yeah, and Michael Cole was wearing his you know when when you play No Mercy 1999 uh, when yes. the SmackDown debut that blue that blue denim shirt. He was actually wearing a retro version of that. So there was little bits like that. Why, really why did
2: they have the 80s WWE slash WWF logo when SmackDown didn't... They I, it just made no more. sense.
3: Right, the reason yeah. for that is it's not old school SmackDown. It's retro SmackDown. So this is like a retro WWE on SmackDown instead of it being, uh, oh, it's old school SmackDown. But Teddy Long was there and he was great. He did his little dance. And I tried to get Joe... <laughs> go- I was doing the dance as well. I said, Joe, do the dance. Come on, do the... And Joe's was just looking at me like, it's Saturday morning. I'm trying to drink my milk. Will you go away? <laughs> <laughs> I did
2: see on YouTube him backstage with Sami Zayn, where he says, Sami Zayn, tonight you will go one-on-one with the
3: Undertaker. <laughs> but then he says to Sami Zayn, all oh, right, you're going to do my – like, do the dance, do the dance. So Sami Zayn's there, like, trying to do the dance. And Sonya Deville just looks really wooden. Like, yeah, no yeah. Do it as well. It's like, oh, I'm back. I'm a backstage segment. I'm going to have to do it. But Postman Pierce just looked at him like, you guys cray-cray.
2: How is um, Pat on um, commentary then? Is he. Well, the thing back as well,
3: when you talk about Pat
4: McAfee, uh, he released a video of him arriving at the arena dressed as Vince McMahon. And it was like, yeah, <laughs> SmackDown, let's do this. Ah, welcome to Friday Night SmackDown. Like, did the whole Vince voice and everything. Did the walk, wore like a suit that he wore. And he said that was supposed to start off SmackDown, but he didn't use it.
3: No, they oh. did, they did um, scenes where they would talk in ringside. That's where you see Michael Cole dressed up. But you could see Pat McAfee had a shave, but he wasn't wearing his wig. He just looked really <laughs> weird that he's had a shave and he's wearing, like, a suit jacket. They, you they tell he t- walked
4: into the arena and Vince went, get that fucking thing right
3: off! <laughs> <laughs> get it off your head! What do you mean? he just say say go good shit, good shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I know you guys are saying SmackDown was... Not the best. Oh, it but
2: was awful. I, I didn't even watch it. it. I read about it. AEW Dark elevation. Elevation. <laughs> See, had <laughs> <laughs> scathing reviews online. I
3: read it, and I, I we all said, "Oh, sounds awful. Don't want to watch it." But I watched it, and you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. I actually liked it. And with Pat McAfee, he leaps and bounds better than Adnan Virk, so yeah, not complain. Did I it like do anything?
4: It, oh, go on, What's Jamie. It? Sorry. Oh, go I, I was just going to quickly say, like, Taron was like, as I predicted, SmackDown would be awful. Do you remember what else he predicted? What would happen? Go Daniel on. Bryan would be back again tonight on SmackDown. Oh well, well, yeah,
2: well he, no I'm a I'm usually <laughs> right with everything else. I am, So, <laughs> um, we have got some news on that. So when we get on to our a little bit of news, um, we can we can have a chat about that. But. Um, yeah, I I think it'll be a long time since they do another retro edition of SmackDown. They'll be back to their Legends Night on Raw. They will. Um, we'll but, find that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: we'll 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 keep an eye out on that one. Right. Shall we get into our predictions then? Because there is a pay per view this uh, this weekend. It is top of it the is... pay
4: per view league now.
2: Well, let's have a look. So, we've obviously had the disqualification of Bradley, who was in. You You twos! Good day, sir. So, Bradley has, due to his resignation from the podcast, he's now off the prediction. So, Dan and myself are on 16 points, Joe is on 18, and Jamie is on 22. Brad's not
3: disqualified. He's just in um, Raw Underground.
2: (laughs) Yeah, never to be seen again, just like (laughs) Raw Underground. You'll
3: come back as Commander Aziz.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Right, so we've got six matches, as it stands, uh, um, announced for the event. Now, as always, because this always happens, we record our predictions and then... One or and, two and matches get added. Yeah. <laughs> so we will just go on the six matches that we've got so far. Um, as it stands at the moment, I don't believe they've announced a um, kickoff match. I don't think any of the matches that they've announced of the six so far will be on the kickoff. So I've got a feeling they probably will on the day announce a kickoff match. So
3: I'm going to predict it's Angel Garza versus Drew Gulak. I'm going to throw that out there. That's my prediction of what's on the pre-show.
2: Lovely. So you don't get a point if you get that right. But if you, if it doesn't happen, you get minus five points. So it's all, only on
3: 16. <laughs>
2: it's all been agreed. Right. Let's jump straight into it then. In no particular order, we'll leave the World Championships until last. Um, but we've got a match that actually had a stipulation added, I believe, on Raw this week. We have Damien Priest versus The Miz.
3: In a lumberjack match. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. Oh. He sleeps all night and he works all day. Dexter well, Morgan himself
2: going to be there. <laughs> if they don't <laughs> sing that song, if if The Miz doesn't come out rapping that song now, um, Dan, I'll be severely disappointed. He cuts
3: down trees, he skips on <clears throat> junks, he likes to press wildflowers, well he puts on women's clothing <laughs> and hangs around in bars. God. Um, So I presume
2: John Morrison will be one of the lumberjacks at the side of the ring, but Damien Priest will not have a bunny rabbit um, (laughs) to help him out on this one. So yeah, we'll we'll have a chat about it as we go into the predictions, but we'll start with Joe. So give us your thoughts and give us um, who you think is going to win. I
4: mean,
0: they already have a tag team match at WrestleMania. I mean, I'm guessing the Miz is probably going to lose this one and Damien Priest is going to win. But it, as you said, it all depends on who's the lumberjack. So obviously John Morrison is going to be a, a lumberjack, but who, who is going to be on this side? Is, is it going to be you know, Jackson, Riker and Elias? Who is he, he's going to basically have to bribe his way into winning this one. Win. If it's just a straight up match, then I can't see him winning. I'm going to say Damien Priest. So you've
2: got a priest for... Yeah. The win on this one. That's fine. Daniel?
3: Yeah, I'm going Damien Priest as well. Uh, the tease in the breakup of Miz and Morrison. I think there might be some shenanigans where Morrison accidentally costs him or something. But yeah, Damien Priest for the win.
4: Lovely. Jamie? Miz should win because it's ridiculous at Damien Priest... Why? Why should he win? Because he's a far superior wrestler <laughs> than Damien Priest. <laughs> And deserves not to be in jobber matches, but Damien Priest will win. Job he matches. should be champion. Ridiculous. He's, oh, been, he's been a, he's been a
2: two-time world champion, he has.
4: Yeah, he's been the t- the only ever two-time Grand Slam champion. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean it. Please come back, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I said, it's, the Miz deserves so much better than just fighting damien priest at a pay-per-view like i said he should be in title matches he, he made the intercontinental championship relevant again and made that interesting so but damien priest is going to win it makes no sense for the Miz to win this match you are going for damien priest on this one yeah. then, are you mm-hmm. okay that's fine i mean i
2: yeah i more or less echo everyone as you know Yes, Damien Priest got the win at WrestleMania, so normally you'd think they'd go in the 50-50 booking type thing. But it's Babyface. face. I, he, I think he needs the win. The Miz doesn't need the win. Damien Priest needs that singles, big singles win. Um, whether or not there's you know any help or interference from the Lumberjacks themselves, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure it's going to be that awful booking that we see every time there's a Lumberjack match where one of them will go out they'll just get thrown back in, the other one will go out just get thrown back in, then towards the end of the match one of them will go out and get hit and then the other one will go out and then get hit and then for some reason even though they're not infused the lumberjacks will all just start battering each other for absolutely no reason at all um, and during mm-hmm. that Damien Priest will win so yep, yeah, I will also go for
4: priest on that so i'm gonna make this prediction oh, as well yeah, that we, we revisit go. next e- that i'll say no, in three months i'm gonna say damien priest will be main eventing main event you know what <laughs> he will I, even be on raw I after tend this to weeks.
2: agree with that unfortunately <laughs> for himself yeah i am i agree right smackdown tag team championships now it is true. We may have forgotten there are SmackDown Tag Team Champions mm. and they are in the form of the Dirty Dogs, um, Dolph Ziggler...
1: Dirty Dogs! <laughs>
2: Dolph, dogs. <laughs> um, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus the father and son team of Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. So kick us off on that one, Joe.
0: I'm thinking on this the Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio going to win it. I mean, the only way I could see in them not winning it is if Dominic Mysterio turns on Rey Mysterio because I think that's going to be down the line somewhere. They're going to fix off each other. It's going to be father and son. I think that could be good. But I think for the time being, they need to win the tag team titles.
3: I think somewhere along the line that Dominic's going to turn on his father. Dan. Yeah, to be fair, they should have done this at Mania It would have made it a lot better But yeah, I totally echo what Joe's saying I think it's going to be um, Dominic and Ray I think Rudolph, they've served their purpose They need to split up now So, uh, Put the belts on the Mysterios, happy days Bob your uncle, job done Smashing.
4: Jamie? Exactly the same It is yep. the Mysterious Rays uh, to win <laughs> it all And then, like I said, they'll probably break up And it'll be the Mysterios in a singles match at SummerSlam or something
2: yeah, I, I echo the same. They um it is time for a title change. They will win it. And there's no point having Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio split up yet because he's he's far too green as Dominic Mysterio to go it alone for the time being. He needs a few months, you know, learning off his dad before they go into that singles um feud. And again, the singles feud will be Dominic and Rey Mysterio, which again can only For the help the custody oh,
4: my of <laughs> his mum
2: <laughs> of the mother. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going with the same. Lovely women's triple threat match, Raw Women's Championship. The champion, Rhea Ripley, Asuka, and everyone's favorite, Charlotte Flair. Joseph.
0: I mean, I hope to God that Rhea Ripley retains, but you know, you never know with Charlotte Flair in the in the matchup. I mean. I can't see Asuka winning it, so it's a toss-up for me between Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. I'm going to stick with Rhea Ripley because you only just won it at WrestleMania. Why, why would you give it to Charlotte at this point? Because you're just basically flushing away the push you, you give it to Rhea Ripley. So I hope to God they get, keep it on Rhea Ripley, but no WWE,
3: they probably won't. Fair enough. Dan? Yeah, with this one, the interesting X Factor with this is going to be Alexa Bliss because of what happened on Raw. Uh, with her getting involved with all of the women. And she's saying that she likes red still, which is making me think that she's going to mess around with Charlotte Flair. But yeah, I think in Rhea Ripley on this one, um, she's only just got, grabbed the belt. She's grown with it. So many people she can defend it against and, you know, face happy with uh, Rhea Ripley on this one.
2: Do we think, just before we go on to Janie, do we think the fact that we haven't seen The Fiend since her is just nothing to do with long-term storyline booking they just really don't have a clue what to do with him at the minute they kind of balled up wrestlemania thinking that it was going to be some great twist and they kind of thought shit how do we bring him back now let's not bring him back because we don't know how to bring him back and we don't actually know what to do with him going forward
3: yeah i think they're probably waiting for the draft uh to see yeah. if they can move him to smackdown or something yeah i don't think they, they know what they're doing
2: yeah no oh, yeah. i agree yeah. oh here we go
4: like, Rhea Ripley's going to win. That's my prediction. But if you're talking about Alexa, like, liking Red or whoever she faces, whether the next pay-per-view, Alexa Bliss is going to have a match against Rhea Ripley for the title or Charlotte Flair, I reckon The Fiend could come back and screw her over.
3: Yeah, potentially. It's a good, that's a good joke. And then you have that intergender match. Yes.
4: And then it will be Randy Orton and The Fiend and Matt Riddle in, a, in like, a whole new, like... Good God squad in a, together in a new in a new stable, a new stable called the the, the Fiend family.
2: <laughs> family. <laughs> family good god I, I wouldn't put it past them don't give them ideas because they will use them okay, no, I think, I think
3: they're going to play on the riddle thing and they're going to make him the riddler and then they're going to make they him back on the asylum
4: oh they will and, and then the, be... and that means randy orton could be like the scarecrow because he likes to blow smoke <laughs> there will be a
2: halloween edition of raw or smackdown whichever show they're on and he
1: will, he will the besides riddler.
4: back in the day uh back in the day when they used to do like the the women's <laughs> matches where everybody dressed up in like sexy lingerie or whatever well, it's different or times every time Every time they're in Manchester, the, the face always came out in a Man United top and then the heel came out in a little Yeah. Like, they always used to do that in man- like, But they haven't done anything like proper Halloween I mean, I'm not complaining because it used to be awful like, when they used to do Thanksgiving stuff and it was like, who is the Thanksgiving Day feast match? And it's just food everywhere. Crap. <laughs> <It was> <laughs> just throwing a pumpkin. Seeing Cardiff, yeah,
3: they, they, they couldn't have John Cena in a Cardiff City shit because, yeah, they just couldn't do that. So they just gave him a Welsh flag. And goes, hey, you guys are really patriotic, man.
1: <laughs> not a clue.
2: He does not have a clue, does he?
3: <laughs> right. Uh, we've got a Smiley
2: Women's Championship match as well. We do have Bianca Belair defending. Oh, yes, again. Your However, How your
4: oh yeah. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. That's <laughs> going, going to that, that be story. when Charlotte Flair wins next week, and he'll be like, Yeah, I said Charlotte Flair. <laughs> we're, we're all
2: either going to get maximum points altogether here or no points at all because we're all going for the same <laughs> bloody that, stuff. That's
4: fine by me. I mean,
2: this I'm quality going you know. to to stay top. I need the points as well. Right, go on then, Joe. Smackdown Women's Championship match.
3: Who, I wonder? <laughs> Bianca
2: Belair. I think it, I think it just echoes Bayley. via Ripley, doesn't it? She just Bianca Belair
0: it Again, it's just... She's just won it at WrestleMania. I mean, Bailey this Bianca Belair will be really, really good. And I think i will try and cheat. I'll try and try and get one over on her, but I can't see
3: Bailey winning. I think Bianca Belair for me all day.
2: Smashing that sign. Daniel?
3: Yeah, I really can't even be bothered. I'd probably skip this match, to be honest. But yeah, the uh, Bianca Belair. <laughs>
2: <Brilliant>. Ding dong! <laughs> Hello?
3: <laughs> My,
2: she weight. whips her again with that hair. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that was great, though. That, I mean, the bloody sound of that hair. It's in her skin. I mean, can we say that? <laughs> that um, Sasha that? Uh,
4: looking at it because... Obviously, both of these titles changed hands at WrestleMania, so they're quite recent. I think they've only been in WWE for about a year after NXT, haven't they, both of them? Yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. Who do you see them losing to the title to? I assume it's going to be one of them's going to lose it to the Money in the Bank winner. But who on this roster now is probably going to take the title I can tell
2: you who it won't be. Naomi, because she was on main event this week.
4: Good, because I ate her. No, you know who it's going to be. She's going to lose it to Eva Marie. Good, <laughs> I'll take that. It's going to be Io Rip- Shirai,
3: the genius of the sky, eating her. Via
4: Ripley loses to Eva Marie for the title at SummerSlam. No, it's no. It's the
3: Summer of Red.
2: <laughs> right, you're going for Bianca, yeah?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so am I. God. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's tough here. Right. Max,
3: points all round.
2: Let's go to the uh, Universal Championship match. One I am looking forward to just for the match itself, but it's Roman Reigns defending against Cesaro. Joseph.
0: Uh, I feel like I'm going to say the same as everyone else. I'm going to say Roman Reigns. <laughs> I mean, I want Cesaro to win. <laughs> I hope Cesaro wins, but no, WWE they'll probably ball side up and just be like, no, we're just going to
4: just destroy push... him in two minutes. Bye, You're gonna Cesaro.
0: Pu- <laughs> going to push Roman Reigns to the moon, as they say, a bow coin.
2: <laughs> right, come on. Put us out of our misery, Daniel. Go with something different. Go, uh, go well, on. Actually, uh,
3: I was going to go with something different. I'm going to go with Cesaro on this one.
2: But don't be so stupid.
3: No, think about it. Like the
2: stupid.
3: The reigns on SmackDown. Uh, like fluctuating at the moment. If you found out they had a new champion, yeah, he could probably lose it like a week or two later. But they're doing this dissension with Jimmy Uso at the moment. It, you know, we're all saying it, yeah, Roman, Roman, Roman. But even if they just drop the belt, the Cesaro for two weeks, at least he's then taking the belt, and it gets us all watching SmackDown. So I'm going to go Cesaro.
2: Good God Almighty, right, Jamie. <laughs> That face, that face—he can't believe it. He Fucking can't. Cezaro,
4: it. that's It's got to be. Yeah, I think He's I'm the al- head of the table—it's the big dog.
2: I'm also going with Reigns. I think. I mean, imagine if Daniel Bryan returns after two weeks and helps Cesaro win. Um, no, what, if Daniel Bryan comes
4: back, as a heel. Well, if he's Strew, in the crowd. I've got, a ticket, I've got every right to be here. Daniel, there's no fans, but I've got a ticket.
2: <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm waiting for my match against The Undertaker for him to turn up <laughs> like Cena. Right, no, I'm going with Reigns as well. Main event. I don't know if this is going to be the main event when I'm classing it as for the sake of our predictions. Bob the Lash. Defending the WWE Championship in a triple threat against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman, Joseph.
0: I'm going to go for something a bit different. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. Oh,
2: how's um, that one going to go down then?
0: Well, I reckon that uh, Braun Strowman is going to take out um, Bobby Lashley. They're all going to take out each other. And uh, at one point, They're just going to be like so busy taking out each other that Drew McIntyre is just going to hit Claymore out of nowhere, and then probably he's going to pin. I say he's going to pin Braun Strowman because then then Bobby Lashley was like this. Because that's what he's been saying on Raw. I don't want to drop off that match because I can't be pinned to lose the title. So he'll pin Braun Strowman, and then there'll be Bobby Lashley versus um, Drew McIntyre for the next pay per view at TLC or in the bank, whatever
2: it is. Fair enough, Dan. Bobby Lashley. You are going for Bobby on this one?
3: Bob the Lash. Bob the Lash. Jane you say name? your name is Finley. Oh
4: God. <laughs> you say your name is Finley and you love to fight. Um, yeah. Um, I'm thinking with this one, kind of similar to what Joe was saying, but just before I do...
0: And you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow. Can't say that.
4: You, wow. can't, you wow. can't say that. Wow. <laughs> um, but yes, that man right there will retain his title, similar to what Joe was saying. There's probably going to be a Claymore kick on Braun Strowman. However, Lee Lashley will throw Drew McIntyre out of the ring and take the pin. Against all the odds, Bob the Lash is still the champ. Bob the Lash will do it, really.
2: Fair enough. I am going to go for... I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for Braun Strow... No, of course I'm not. <laughs> yeah, um... Bobby Lashley. I know he, he was on the dirt See, sheet Tarant, today now, This is why
4: I was before Tarrant, so he could steal all my answers to get maximum <laughs> points. <laughs>
2: it said, <laughs> it did say on the dirt sheet today that now Jinder Mahal is back. They are going to have this big feud between Drew McIntyre and Good. Jinder Mahal in the summer. Like I said on last week's podcast, that needs to be for the championship because it yeah. doesn't make sense for it not to be. With Veer um, and,
3: Veer and Shanky, his new body guide.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, there's still time for that, so I think that Bobby Lashley will retain, at least for this event, probably drop it in the next one or leading up to SummerSlam, but yes, I'll go for Bob the Lash on this one. Right, so that's our predictions. Okay, the only um, way it could make sense,
4: Yeah. What
2: if, what if Jinder Mahal wins Money in the Bank?
3: Huh. What if, I wouldn't be against it. I'd be fine with that.
2: Yeah, I would not be against it at all. What if honest. Jeff
3: Hardy wins Money in the Bank? Is he still even there? He's on main he vessels, event. He can't even make no, a pay per <laughs> The match we were on about last week, they actually had it on Raw as well. They had the same match, but they just had him on Raw as well. And then he lost really quick squash. And so everyone's thinking that Jeff Hardy's on the way out of the company.
4: He's going to join... To be fair, though, a lot of the time, because Matt Hardy was on AEW Dark uh, Elevation, and he keeps mm-hmm. saying it's the Hardy family, the Hardy family. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. He's
2: Jeff not Hardy going to be Jeff the Hardy. He's got a two year he's still got two years left on his contract, according to the dirt sheets online. Yeah, so. but I'm pretty
4: sure there'll be something in his contract that if he gets a DUI or something, he will avoid it. And I'm sure he would happily do, do it, that yeah. to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right,
2: let's see. Right, we'll finish off before the quiz with a little bit of news. There's some news, um, as there always is, in the world of wrestling. Um, We were speaking about Daniel Bryan earlier. It is noted that Daniel Bryan is expected now to re-sign with the WWE and not go elsewhere. Um, He's expected to have a couple of months off. And to return for a big match at SummerSlam, it reckons. So uh, yeah, again, I won't be against that. Let him have a couple of months off. Let him heal up a little bit. I don't don't know who you necessarily bring him back and and, and go against. Um, to be honest, I don't know if anyone's got any particular thoughts or ideas on that one. Um, Joe think he's disappeared. He's gone. He's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, maybe, maybe it's Joe. Maybe Daniel Bryan versus Joe and he's gone to prepare. Um, <laughs> There's only one Joe that should
4: be there, and that's Samoa Joe, but it's not going to be
2: Samoan Joe, he should be there.
4: I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll make sense to kind of have an an edge storyline there, but I don't know, really.
3: There's so many people left for him to face. You know, there's the obvious NXT route with those of the up-and-comers. But there's loads of people coming across, you know, the Adam Coles, or Roderick Strongs, you know, the Damien Priest, So people on Raw he could face. He could have a, ro- a revised rivalry with Bray Wyatt as well. I know we've seen it, but there's so many people still in WWE that he could face, you know, still on a part-time way with it. But yeah, however they book uh, Slam, yeah, I'm happy with whoever they go with. As long as it's, it's not something we've seen 57 million times.
4: But it's the thing as well, though. he's only abolished from SmackDown, isn't he? So he could just appear on Raw and be like, I want Bob the Lash.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course.
2: It is only the loserly SmackDown side of things. So, you know, it will be Raw. Oh, or, I mean, well.
4: like I said, how great would it be if he did go to NXT? I mean, you can you can apart, see that's it um, building You it? know, it's I mean?
3: Survivor Series when they have like Raw versus SmackDown, and sometimes versus NXT as well. How cool would it be that they b- made a big, a big build that he's actually the captain of the other team? He's like, well, if you guys don't want me on SmackDown, you know, they could do something already with Survivor Series. They could, in know long-term booking, they could already be building towards that.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. Very true. Very true. I agree.
3: It Will be interesting to
2: see. Um, As far as the contract side of things, I'm sure it'll be uh, another couple of years that he will sign. Um, Speaking of signed contracts, the other part of the news this week is that Becky Lynch has signed a new contract. It doesn't know how long for. Again, you would expect it to be a long-term deal. She's obviously still off on her maternity leave side of things after having a child. Um, uh, Do we think that perhaps SummerSlam is probably around the time in which we'd expect to see Becky Lynch back and any ideas on what mm-hmm. type of programme she'll go into or what we'd like well, to see. We
3: need the fans, don't we? I think it'll be a big fan pop when she does come back. But it'd be the case that she'll come down to the ring and go, hello, I'm back, I'm back with you. I'm going to wrestle, I'm going to be great, I'm going to be the champion. And then all of a sudden it'll just be somebody crap come out that nobody cares about, like Tamina. And then, oh, I'll face you with Tamina. And then it'll just be that for a like, reckon
4: right? Her new tops are going to be the mum. 100%. I know they already sell oh, them. Yeah. They already sell them on WWE Euro Shot, like the mum. So I reckon that's what she's going to be now—the mum, not the man. She'll be the mum. Yeah, the, the mum, problem, Becky right. Lynch. Yeah, Lacey Evans is a mum. You don't see her going on about it. What's happened to her anyway? I thought she was pregnant with Ric Flair's baby. <laughs> is
3: yeah, that's a is. thing. No, no, they got rid of that. You know, they got rid of, of the baby. You can't do with. that. No, <laughs> oh, the poor baby. <laughs> no <laughs> no storyline. She's legitimately
0: pregnant, but it's not Ric. They yeah, said, absolutely. oh, yeah, it's not, it's not Rick Flair's baby. It's somebody else's baby. And then they just kind of glossed over
2: it. I mean, what else could you do, to be honest? <laughs> <laughs> I um, i think that Becky Lynch will probably return back in time for SummerSlam. I think she will face Rhea Ripley in a singles match. And I think that it will be a... I think she'll win it straight back, Becky Lynch, um, cool. in front of a crowd as well. Um But yeah, Mm. nice to see the the new contract has been signed. She's going to be with us for a little bit longer. Brilliant. The Broken School Sessions is returning. A new episode with Stone Cold Steve Austin. This one I am looking forward to because it's a little bit different. And I think if there's one thing that we are missing with the Broken School Sessions are superstars from the 80s and the 90s. Um, And the next... Guest on the Roken School sessions is supposed to be Charles Wright, the Godfather. And like I say, I think we are missing things like that. And I would love to see a few more of the um, older legends. I mean, he is a Hall of Famer as well, is the Godfather. I hope he speaks about, you know, Papa Shango and, you know, the right to censor and the nation. He's got plenty to talk about. Whole train. And, and the, the whole Well, will they talk about that? Let's and, see. And
3: the Undertaker's um, BSC. Yes, yeah, made. yeah,
2: yeah. The 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 club. Um. So, I think it's it's really interesting this one because not only will it be interesting to listen to all the backstories and the history of his career, um, and just stories for the other boys that uh, you know and girls that in in the back, as they say. But I think it just opens up other opportunities. For as long as it gets decent viewing figures, they might go, ah, people are interested. You know, it, it's not just a group of young people that only know Ubianka for example. You know we people are interested in seeing some of the older talent. I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah, I
3: think after they've watched the Sasha Banks one of her acting for two hours, they realize that actually, yeah, let's mm. change it up a little bit and bring it on The Godfather. I will happily watch it. Like they, there's a lot of stories. He doesn't do many podcasts, so there will be a lot of stories that you wouldn't have known. I hope they don't go too far down the route that we start getting the killer bees into tanker. You know, that might sway away from a little bit more. But yeah, keep doing like The Godfather, you know, anyone who's in the Hall of Fame really um, to a degree, yeah, you could bring anyone in, Molly Holly would be a good one, um, and it's it's nice that they are, you know, interviewing the people who are there, and they can pass those stories on, because, you know, there's a lot of those ones, like the plane ride from hell, and those, like, infamous stories you've heard from back in the day, that'd be nice to actually just get a different perspective from, and hear that side. Yeah, there's always a good thing
0: on the network, like, every time they have a special guest on, like, with the radio, and was on there, they always have, like, the special matches or, like, things you hadn't seen or the behind-the-scenes matches. They always, yeah. So I dare say they'll have, like, all the old like Godfather matches and right like, to center matches, like, some of the ones you wouldn't have necessarily seen.
2: Yeah, and it might open up an opportunity for us while to watch it to go, oh, I haven't seen that match or I haven't seen that match in a long time, actually. You know, have a search on the network and, you know, have, have a, a watch and listen to it as well. So, yeah, I am looking forward to that. I don't think there's been an announced date, um as of yet it's probably going to come between backlash and i can't remember what the next event is is it money in the bank or extreme we're Money in yeah. the bank i think
3: so yeah june isn't
2: it? yeah so i think it'll come between them but like i said i think it just opens up more opportunities and i think they do have to be selective like yourself said then um dan you know as much as you know i quite like to tanker do we really need a two-hour sit down interview with tanker probably not with all due respect to him but you know maybe i'm trying to think off the top of my head i'd now. like to see
3: the dudley boys on there i think that'd be a really good Dudley
2: one. boys would be a good one it would be a good one the uh the both of them um yeah brilliant well uh, we look forward to that one did joe and daniel i'm only asking you two because i know me and jamie what i've done but i'm assuming you guys watch raw this week
3: we did yeah um well, it didn't take properly on my Skybox, and I had a little bit of a worry. But then, luckily, because I got Sky Q, I could just say it into my little microphone and it popped on up. So, yeah, we watched be it. Nice. Um, because we watched it on catch up, there was no adverts. We didn't see the Eva Marie promos. Um, but well, I'm sure that, yeah. <laughs> read all about it. But all in all, it was an okay show. They're starting to develop new people back into the show. You see Veer and Shanky come on in. Um, you see, Numberto Carrillo was being used a little bit more, unfortunately. Yeah, that little bit of a well that was injury. going
2: to be my point of the news as far as korea how how did it look i understand he's all right and apparently he he's good to go straight away again but you know what 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 happened what did it look like he went
3: for a sunset flip powerbomb off the thing like normal but i think sheamus must have realized that he thought he was down and spread his legs but he wasn't so instead of like being down there sitting there with your legs open trying to sunset flip powerbomb your your opponent he was laying flat on the mat so sheamus Mm. when he came down in a powerbomb position instead of going in between his legs went right on his rib cage on his back (laughs) um and you could hear a thud, and then all of a sudden you could just see Carey crawling away towards the medics and the ring timekeepers. And you could see like he was trying to put an X with his fingers and say, like, say, like, I cannot move, I'm in pain. Um and you could see Seamus, and he did his he did his best, you know, to back to Healy, but you could see he was concerned, like he rolled over and yeah. put his head down, he you could see he was checking, he was okay. And then all of a sudden he just Lent up against the steel steps and just started doing this like funny smirk, but you could see that yeah something went wrong there.
2: So did they throw the X up as far as that the term goes with the referee and stop the match and declare Sheamus the winner there and then?
3: Yeah, well the ref didn't throw the X up. They just the ref said right that's it. Sheamus is the winner. My that's my decision. Um, and the commentators did quite well that to cover it. And didn't really say why. Oh, see Sheamus's dominance. He's won another match and got rid of his opponent. Oh yeah, that's not the way he wanted to do it. But yes, he's beaten him and he's moving on. And uh, now we've got to. A backstage segment with Charlotte Flair and the pop backstage, um, but yeah, they patched over it. But the thud that you could hear when Sheamus came down on Korea wasn't a very nice sounding thud. Thud.
2: <laughs> Sounds like I'm probably going to have to give it a watch. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere, um, just to just to hear the thud. If it's anything like the slap of the hair on um, Sasha Banks,
3: but you never know. We might get to see Mansoor at WrestleMania Backlash now.
2: Uh, I mean. Was he, was he on Raw again this week?
3: No, he's yeah. on uh, the bump, but I didn't manage to catch the bump. So uh, I'll have to w- watch back to see what's happened. But no no sight of Mansour on Raw.
2: What a pity, eh? What a, it shame. a shame. It is a shame what i saw sight of this week was dark side of the ring it has officially started now parts one and two of the brian pillman episode have um been on um i don't quite know how to show it because i obviously found the episode online and all i could find was part two but when i actually looked it was part one and two spliced together because it was on for about an hour and 40 minutes so i watched it all um again strong decent opening i have you you two what jan and joe have you Got, even got round to him, yeah, after we spoke about it last time.
3: No, I hear that there's a lot of uh, talk about it backstage. I've heard that they've got Brian Pillman Jr. on there talking about yeah, it as well.
2: Yeah, he is, Jim Cornette, and it's Stone Cold Steve Austin is in this episode as well. What well, I will say for any UK listeners out there and yourself, out Joe, you have now missed the opportunity to watch them through Sky. They've come off Sky Q now, but they are all available still on 4OD. Series 3, Season 3, hasn't started on Channel 4, 4OD service yet, um, so you'll have to find other means of watching that when you get round to it. Um, but it is on 4OD. As far as that, J- Jamie, you haven't watched Dark Side of the Ring yet? He's uh, He's on mute. We can't hear him. He's gone. <laughs> no one knows. No, he's gone. Are you there, Jamie? No, nope, we can't hear him. He's gone. I think he's saying no. I think he's saying that he hasn't watched it. So whilst he sorts out his microphone and tries to work out why he, why we can't hear him, <laughs> which we can't, Jamie, we can't hear you. We can only see his mouth going. Um, as far as I'm aware, he hasn't watched it. But anybody um, who hasn't watched it as of yet, I would absolutely, 100% agree. Watch it. It's very good. There's some brilliant episodes, as we spoke about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast coming up. Um, yeah, brilliant. Um, AEW, it's going back on the road. I think from oh, I wanna say June. I think they've announced the first three sets of tapings they have, um, in respect of Going away, there's um, I think Texas was on there. I can't remember top of my head where else it was, but well, they Texas are going back on the road. That,
3: Texas just had that Cormier fight with uh, Saunders, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and they had quite a big crowd for that. So seems like that's opening back up again. Um, so it would be nice to see him, you know, see people again.
2: Yeah, and um, uh, from what I understand, it's at full capacity as well. There
4: he is! I can hear him. There he is. Um, No idea what happened there. I was saying that, no, I haven't watched Dark Side of the Ring, but I am looking forward to watching the Brian Pillman episode whenever they do come to the UK, because I am a legal person that will wait.
2: <laughs> good, good boy, good boy. But yeah, AEW back on the road, full capacity fans. We look forward to that. Last piece of news for this week NXT TakeOver. It's been announced today that uh, NXT TakeOver in your house is returning. I did watch last year's, it must have been that good. I can't remember what happened, but it was decent from what <laughs> I remember. I think we all just watched it really for a bit of nostalgia for the sets. So let's hope yeah, they bring um... them back.
3: If I remember, Damian Priest versus Finn Balor and also Io Shirai, Candice LeRae and uh, Rhea Ripley in a triple threat for the women's title, if I remember correct.
2: Any predictions as far as what we can expect this time round? I assume yeah, it's the so next we've day, Gugler.
3: Yeah, Is got it fin- going to happen around SummerSlam? Um, I think it's in, a, it's in a month's time, Oh, I okay. think. Um, but we've got Finn Balor versus uh, Karrion Cross already confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're building towards um, something with MSK. Uh, I think it's going to be a multiple uh, tag team. They're going to have Legaro Del Fantasma um the grizzled young veterans i think there's another tag team that's floating around as well um isaiah swerve squat swerve squat um, (laughs) basically swerve has got a new uh, stable now so he's going to be doing something with his new guys um and in terms of the women's division it's quite a hard one to call because the way just won the women's tag titles on the last episode of nxt but in terms of who's going to face the current champion it's wide open at the moment um she just beats um what's her name, uh, Martinez, Mercedes Martinez, this week on NXT. So I think it opens the floor up. We could see a Zoe Stark. We, I, don't, I think it's a little bit too early for Suray, but mm-hmm. we could see a Zoe Stark, we could see a Tony Storm. Uh, there's quite a few talented women out there that they could give a little push. It could be a few of them. Um, who knows? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Just,
4: just speaking about the AEW thing as well, I know you, you went past it, but all or nothing, it's supposed to have a full... Audience at Daily's Place as well, a full crowd. I know Daily's Place is only about five thousand, but still it will be a full capacity at Daily's Place for the pay per view at the end of the month as well. Oh, that'd be a good watch. Happy days. Nice. Right, shall we quiz it?
0: I think oh. Joe you've done a quiz. Yeah, I got ten questions. I yeah, I did <laughs> a quiz. Um, it's all suit backlash or backlash related People who are in backlash are backlash related questions. It's to do backlash. with my It's
4: like you're back at work.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's to do with my backrash. Backlash. My backrash. You should tell me. Don't tell people about my backrash. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Let's go for it then.
0: Okay. Question number one What year did Randy Orton face Mick Foley? And for an extra point, for what title was it for?
2: Okay, I'm gonna to have to guess the year, but I'll say that.
0: Okay.
2: Yes, listen to Jamie googling the answer. <laughs>
0: would would you like of...
4: to share my screen? Well, then you'll see my answers. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm only using Word because I don't use pen and paper. Cool. Save the environment. <laughs> Save the trees.
0: <laughs> Question number two: A Backlash two thousand. There was a six-man tag team. At six-man match for a hardcore championship can you name me all six of the competitors for the point each?
4: absolutely not
0: (laughs) and for an extra point can you tell me who left as the winner of the hardcore title
4: good god i think i remember the match because wasn't it one of those matches with like a 20 minute time limit and they kept doing the pin is that right is it that match? No, um, you're, I can't remember you're what you used to call yeah. it The scramble, the championship scramble kind of thing weren't it? Do you remember those on the old Smackdown games That like 20 yeah. minute time limit there's, there's as many pins as you want But whoever's the champion after the 20 minutes Leaves with the title <sighs> I've got three Who else would have been in it I'm just um, trying to think
3: of anyone who's like a multiple Hardcore champion winner Yeah <laughs> but It could be anybody couldn't it Yeah <laughs> what are we getting a bonus point for, Joe? Or are we just just naming all six. Who left with Name, the title? Who who left with the title at the end? Oh, wow. Okay. Um,
2: okay. Yeah, that'll do. Do you
0: want me to crack on with the next question? Yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Okay. In uh, Backlash 2001, Chris Jericho faced William Regal, but what was the match stipulation? It's a very special match stipulation. What was I it? I
2: know this. I'm sure I do because I actually watched it the other day.
4: What was the match again? Sorry, well, that's the um, question.
0: No, it was Jericho versus Rico <laughs> in 2001 Backlash. But what was stipulation? There's a very stip- okay. There was a special stipulation. What was it? Something's ringing a bell with
3: that. I'm going to put that down just in case.
0: It was. It was hilarious. I was doing a bit of research for this earlier.
3: Okay, okay, it's probably not, not my answer, but I'll keep it
0: anyway. <laughs> Question number four: At Backlash 2003, who did Trish lose the women's title to? Backlash 2003.
3: Yeah, that's one and two. Okay, uh, right. 2003.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's
2: 2003. Of... Yeah. Okay, that'll do. Yep.
0: Yeah. Question number five: When was the first Backlash pay per view? What yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. I'll do. Yeah, all right. No reason at all. It's and then this it's is gotta be. And this one, the right, the next lot of questions are to do with people who are involved in the backlash. People, review coming up? So, question number six: What was the Damian Priest name? What okay. was his indie name? <laughs> okay. Question number seven. What reality TV show did The miss star in?
2: Oh, I know that one. Lovely.
0: Question number eight. Can you name any of the NFL teams or CFL teams that Roman Reigns played for? How <laughs> I many are in total? Three. So there's two NFL and one CFL. I'll give you a clue.
4: Canadian. It's not even a real team. <laughs> Ready for the next
0: one? Hi. Question number nine. I think this is quite easy. What was the name of Rob Bobby Roode's tag team in TNA? Who was
3: his partner?
4: Did we have this question last week?
2: No, we no. had. Um... Oh, I don't know what we asked. Right, there, go on, will we?
0: Uh, question number 10. Where is Cesaro from?
4: Do you, kind of want what a, there. do
3: you want the town and country, or do you just want the country? Uh, town
0: and country, but if you've just got country, that's fine.
3: No, 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 it needs a town as well. Sorry,
4: my um, my connection went then. What what was the, uh, the final question? Where is Cesaro from? Oh, all right. Let's go for that.
2: Right.
0: Cool.
4: Let's see what happens.
0: (laughs) You're ready for the answers? Go for it. I said, are you ready? Okay, so question when uh, in what year did Randy on Facebook Phone and what was the title?
2: I put 2005 Intercontinental
0: it's a continental list correct but not the year i Ooh. put 2006. i nope. got 2004. is right with 2004. Oh, all. yeah it's a continental yeah uh question number two backlash 2000 there's a six-man match for hardcore championship Can you lady any of the participants and who <laughs> won in the ends
4: i no idea <laughs> it... I, but... go, go on, on. Go on no me. no go on go on no, he's gonna he's gonna steal my answers because I'm fitting oh, All right, then
2: the I put, I have no idea, so I put Steve Blackman, Hardcore Holly, and Crash Holly. I only put three, and I said that Crash Holly left the champion.
0: You got Crash Holly and the champion,
3: right? And Hardcore Holly, right? I got oh, I, I got Crash um leaving as champion, so two for that. Um, I've also yeah. got Steve Blackman, so Steve Blackman's wrong. I got Al Snow. No. Um, I've got Raven. No. Got Rhino. No. And I got Taz. Taz is right.
4: Yeah. Ooh. Yes. All right. So I've got Crash to Leave. I've got Hardcore Holly, Crash Holly, Raven, D.Lo Brown, Taz, and Jeffrey Hardy. Jeff Hardy is right. <laughs> so the other two were. So I don't know Hardy. why D.Lo Brown was in my head to be in that match.
0: <laughs> The other two were Matt Hardy and Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn. That's
4: why they look yeah. exactly the
0: same. Moppy. <laughs> Question number three. In Backlash 2001, Chris Jericho faced regal, but what was the special stipulation?
2: Was it a Queensbury Court Rules match? Uh close enough,
0: yeah. I put Queensbury rules. Yeah, Duchess of Queensbury rules.
2: That'll do. I'm having the point for that. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm right. not gonna say I have that no idea.
0: it's close enough, yeah, it's fine. Duchess of Queensbury, yeah they, they had this guy like in um what's it called? The Curly wig that judges yeah. wear. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, Question number three Who did Trish lose the women's salt to in 2003 Backlash? It's one of two. It's either
3: Jazz or Victoria, and I went with Jazz.
2: I put jazz. Victoria.
3: It's put jazz. jazz. It's
2: Jazz. Aww.
3: She ain't no lady
0: with. Woo! Woo! Question number five When was the first Backlash pay per view? What year?
2: 1999. 99? Yeah. I put 98. 99
4: it was 99. well i was thinking it must be 98 or 99. Be so but serious. then i was like was it after wrestlemania 14 obviously it wasn't so there you go there we go question number six what was demon priest's indie name punishment
3: martinez yeah punishment yeah. martinez I, no i mean
4: both put the same we both put
3: good bunny <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I put nothing. I didn't know. Oh, you should be called the good bunny, the good, the bad, the good, the bad, and who's going to be the ugly bunny?
4: Marco Stone.
3: Questions.
0: Seven. What reality TV show does the Miss did the Miss star in? The Real World. Yeah, fear the real Factor. World.
2: I thought it was The fear real factor. world! He real was on Fair
3: Factor. MTV's, somebody's somebody's not watched, Somebody's not watched The 24. <laughs> no, I am not watched The,
0: the real, real World yet. It's <laughs> uh, right, The do, Real do World. Do I
3: not get a point for Fair Factor
2: since it comes up Technically, here? Technically, he was, he was on
0: Fair Factor.
2: He was on it. <laughs> uh, go on, <laughs> uh, no, no, okay. He was on Fair Factor. I need a point for that because I put nothing for number eight or number nine. <laughs> uh,
0: number eight. Can you name me any of the
3: CFL, NFL football teams Roman Reigns playing for? I took guesses. I put Cardinals, Dolphins and Ravens. Nope.
4: Uh, I knew definitely one of them was the Vikings.
3: Yeah.
4: And I went for Jags. Yeah. Jags.
0: So so Vikings Vikings and Jags were the NFL ones and Edmonton Eskimos was the CFL team. Edmonton Edmonton Eskimos. Edmonton Edmonton Eskimo were the CFL team. What's that all about? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Uh, question nine. What was Robert Roode's tag team in TNA called?
4: I'm pretty sure this question was recent. Because yeah, because he was... the only, only was way in, I know
3: it. He was in um, America's Most Wanted, but he was also in beer money. And he was also that's why I put beer he's money. He's been in so many different tag
0: I, I put beer money because that's the most famous one, so I put beer money. I'm
4: sure we recently had a question. That's the only reason it's in my head. It was last week,
2: and the answer was America's Most Wanted. Yeah, this week it's beer money.
3: Yeah. There you go. You could tell I'm struggling to like this quiz because he was in. <laughs> team, yeah, he was in Team Canada as well. He was in. Yeah. Um, he had a faction with Kurt Angle. I can't remember. He was in Immortal as well. He's been oh. in like twenty. Can, can all have a point. <laughs> Dan gets a point for naming every tag team. You <laughs> can all <have> a point. <laughs>
4: What's, been... number,
2: uh, what's number 10, Joe?
0: Number uh, 10. Where is Cesaro from? Lucerne, I Switzerland. For the, Switzerland. Oh, I just
4: went I just for the capital out. city of Bern, Switzerland. It's
0: Lucerne, Switzerland. Lucerne, Switzerland,
4: yeah. Oh, so
2: you don't get a point for just putting Switzerland, no. no?
3: No. No, I need
2: to know. <laughs> no. No. Right, <laughs> in no. no. Right, let's have a look then. I, 11
3: well, I got,
2: I got. I got seven, not too bad.
3: Eleven for Dan. Twelve! Oh, what?
2: no right that puts Jamie on four points at so least Karen on two, that, no, I don't know on two. this Jamie is Hartley Paul four. all
3: over again Hartley Paul all over I want to recount it's that election
4: <laughs> lovely stuff it was Jeff Hardy that did it for the boys <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Harvey Hardy, Hardy, see Hardy.
3: if I had a point for every single Rick Rude tag team I, would, I could win
0: Rick Rude
3: Robert Rude Rick, rude. <laughs> Get rid of all the points. This sorry, I need I need his dad. Sorry.
2: <laughs> right, Jamie. Where can people find us on the socials? it's oh, turn. Watchers? It yeah, is. Yeah. Well,
4: you can find us at Grapplecast Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Send us some comments or likes. If you want to ask us some questions something that you'd like us to uh, look into or watch and review let us know on either any of the social medias and um, if we see it we might let you know.
2: Absolutely. Well that's everything from all of us this week. Enjoy WrestleMania backlash baby woo. woo. And we'll see you all same time same place again next week. See you later guys. Bye guys.
0: Old one arm drag. Rep screwed. Wrapped. It's me, Austin. I did it for the Rock.
1: Uh, shut your mouth, gong wearing
0: fatty. Number four, armbar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What?